The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome in. Welcome Hello. Hello. There I am again, yelling at the top of my lungs. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. And welcome back. Welcome back. Finished up a uh, another edition of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast last night. And I, I, I don't know. It's just kind of like an overall vibe of silly that just makes me smile uh enjoyed my time uh, we pissed kenny off because we made fun of ted lasso he ended up actually like saying fuck you and walk <laughs> and walked and walked out uh linda got beat up pretty well too but all she did was gave gave us the finger uh we talked a lot about the uh, about what we are able to do what we will be able to do with AI technology, and that led to, oh my God, just the the realm of possibilities. It's like I have been waiting here in the troll zone, waiting uh, for AI uh, technology to be to a point where I can then create anyone's voice from right here in the Fear Bunker studio and do, wow, just some amazing things. I know that's all vague and dumb, but you got to go ahead and subscribe to the Patreon to uh, listen to us go over the possibilities of what we can do surrounding that. Very fun. Um, speaking of that, Chris was there. Chris in uh, beautiful Buffalo. I received uh, some correspondence from Chris that he has made a uh, an intro for the Who Are These Zanes show. And I'm going to play that for you. Very excited with this. This is what Chris made. Okay, FM. I don't know why it stopped. Let's start over. Now it's not playing at all. Well, that's unexpected. It started and then it stopped. T93 with Mellencamp. Give us a call and you're the winner. Freaking Brian on the Eagle with Foreigner. I'm Billy from WIMZ, Knoxville, Tennessee. How are you? The Eric Zai tuning. You're rocking with the Tune Man. I'm Eric Z in the chair with you once again. These Zanes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, now there's a lot going on there. You can hear, I like how in the background with all the stupid clips of me, you can uh, hear like the sound of a ra- old school radio tuning, similar to what I do whenever we go through um, uh, around the radio. And then just all those different clips with 
Oh, God. All the, all the different names I give for myself. One more time. Rock FM. C93 with Mellencamp. Give us a call and you're the winner. Rick and Brian on the Eagle with Foreigner. I'm Billy from WIMZ, Knoxville, Tennessee. How are you? The Eric Zai tuning. You're rocking with the Tune Man. I'm Eric Z in the chair with you once again. These Zades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Known as uh, Easy Dickhead Laugh. Thank you, Chris. Chris was like, oh, man, it's going to stink. I don't know if you're going to like it. No, I love it. Hello to Brandis. Glad you're back. Uh, You weren't able to include, though, uh, the granddaddy of them all from City of Warren. Two hours. Eight. Tension in the city of Warren. 10 p.m. This is easy on 89.1 WPHS. We're going to tear it up. The favorite songs from your your favorite favorite artists. Eight. We've got two hours. Eight. Eight. Till 10 p.m. I'm going to want to hear those phone calls. 751 FM 89 is the number. Let's hear your suggestions. Let's hear your suggestions. Let's start it off right away with Run DMC together forever. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. And I say. God, I want to listen to that right now. I love Run DMC so much. 751 FM 89. You'll talk to the main man. That was LL Cool J on 89.1 WPHS. It's 20 past the hour of 8 in the city of Warren. Uh, I want to see those phone lines lighting up at 751-FM-89. You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man. You talk to DJ the main Jazzy man. Jeff and the Fresh Prince right here on 89.1 WPHS. God damn, that's just so fucking great. You'll talk to the main man. 89.1 WPHS. That was MC Shy D. Before that, up. we had Run DMC together forever. Together forever. We're going to keep it going with my main man, LL Cool A lot J. of main men here. I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. We're back after a long, long departure. Two, two months to be exact. Two live crew on 89.1 WPHS, your one and only rap station in the city of Warren. We're back after a long, long departure. Three and a half months to Three be Three and a half months, okay. We're going to keep it going with Heavy D and the boys. 89.1 WPHS <laughs> with the public enemy. I always get tripped up or pauses at weird inopportune times. We're going to keep it right here with Gonna Get Yours. That was two in a row by the Beastie Boys. Rock hard and she's on it. Now he is public enemy. Great song, man. In this corner with a 98 subject of suckers, object of hate. Who's the one some think is great? I'm that one. Son of a gun. Hang on, Zenith. All right. Sorry, O'Neal. All right. Uh, sorry. I lost my shit there. 
Public Enemy will do that on the with the Public Enemy. Your one and only rap station in the city of Warren. Tyler says, I hear uh, Tim Meadows' character, the ladies' man. Every time I hear that clip, I'm going to want to hear your suggestions. No, it's true. Uh, Kenny says, did you relocate the zenith that you're bashing? No, it, it's in this uh, little shelving unit that holds the monitor. And uh, I figured out that I don't need to directly smash the equipment. If I just smash the equipment or the furniture that it's in, it will usually do the trick. So that's just stupid. Uh, thank you, Chris. That was a lot of fun. See, I, you know, look at that. You made that for me, and all of a sudden, we got virtually 10 minutes in the books of fun. Well, um, anyway, I digress. Uh, Chris was part of uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday, as were a number of you. When I say number, I mean nearly a dozen, and uh, that's that's what I that makes me happy. Uh, if you ever want to be part of it, you need to be part of Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Uh, yesterday, it, this is the period of time when um, in our house, you got to take the snow tires off. And I probably should have done this like two weeks ago. Snow tires off of the cars. It's a pain in the ass. Has to be done though. You know, stand by. If you drive around in those things any more than 40 degrees, you wear them out really fast because they're soft. So you got to take them off. Now, I got this down. This is the least stressful way to do this is discount tire. They've been doing this forever. This is a pre-plug to them. They're awesome over there. You go to their app. You put in a time that you're going to be there. Like you make an appointment and it says, what do you want done? Uh, new tires, uh, seasonal tire change. I hit seasonal tire change. And that's it. Uh, pick the time that's available. 245. Now, anyone who has any brain whatsoever knows that uh, these guys are run ragged. All you got to do is, is see how, how much they're going from the garage where all the tire chains are taking place to out in the uh, parking lot to meet with customers and assess the tread, make sure that the tire that they're taking off is still good or whether or not they even need the new tires and then they're working the register and they're always super nice and pleasant. I've been going here for years and I've always uh, had a good experience and I continue to have, I had a great experience yesterday. However, this is the story of this cock who was there in the waiting room and I shit you not. I walked into there and uh, this is what I saw. A little old lady waiting patiently. Uh, a lady wearing a t-shirt. Well, she had two kids in one stroller, one of those double-decker strollers, and she's wearing one of those t-shirts that supports that cop in Grand Rapids who murdered that black guy last year. Oh, God. Uh, Chris Schur. Sure, support team or something like that. I was like, God damn, man, you're a dumb bitch. The fuck is wrong with you, you stupid ass? I didn't say shit. I was like, 
I don't want to talk to this. I don't even want to talk to you. This has nothing to do with her, though. She was fine, other than a stupid shirt she's wearing. And right away, I walk in, and I see this dude sitting there. Looks to be about 60. Has a grumpy-ass look on his face. And right away, I, I'm not kidding. I will, I will hand to God. My spider sense started tingling that this is a cock. This is an asshole. No one at the cash registers or where, whatever, where you log in. I'm, I'm there for my appointment. It's 2.45. I'm on time. The employees are doing their usual thing. And you just wait. You wait, and then they come walking up there. They do little keystrokes. They look up at you. How can I help you? It's just like the bank. No big deal. Now, if you have any sense whatsoever, you know that when you drop off your car, um, at the bare minimum, if you're doing what I'm doing and he was doing something similar, uh, you drop it off. And then, uh, if they immediately start working on it, you're going to be there for a significant amount of time, at least an hour. Um, so what you do is you have someone pick you up or you come with another person. So you can go and then they send you a text. Hey, it's ready because as it goes, the day gets backed up and they can only do so much. And then yes, you have an appointment and that's good. That does give you priority, but there's still some waiting that's involved. Everybody knows that that is, that is intrinsic, but this fuck, I think he thought that if he gets his car there at two fifteen and he's there, it should be like, Oh, roll all the red carpet. Oh my God. Let's get you started right away. Now, I only say that because of what he did at uh, 2.45 when I got there. So I'm waiting there, little old lady with a cane, dumb bitch wearing T-shirt, and grumpy Gus. I'm looking at my phone, and uh, just before the guy comes and says, hey, can I help you? And I walk up. Just before that, this dude waits for one of the employees to go over to, like, where they would to do what they're going to do with me. And he sees him and he gets up and he goes, Hey, I need my key. And the guy goes, uh, okay. He goes, I'm leaving. He goes, I got here at two 15 and it's two 45 now. And you haven't even started on it. Give me my key. Super rude. And I'm like, Oh fuck. And Right away, the alarms are going off that are saying, shut up, Eric, shut up. Shut your mouth. Don't say shit. Because all I want to do is fuck with this guy. The worker gets the key, gives it to him, snatches it. And then he's going to make some big fucking Kenny Powers pl- uh, proclamation. Get me paid, bitch, as he's walking out. And he announces to an old lady, uh, a chick who supports Murder Cop, and me as he walks by me. He goes, good luck, everybody. Uh, 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 good luck. And gets, his, gets in his old ass shit pile Malibu and peels out. Uh, 
And right away, I wanted to just say, "It, hey, they're fine with me. I love these guys. It's patience. You must understand. In industries like that, you have to have patience or you will not get what you want. And you got to think it through, you fucking moron. Of course, in that type of industry, there's going to be some weight. What are you going to do? Fucking force your way in and say, work on my shit. What a dick. Ryan says, oh, an entitled fuck. Kenny offers the advice. You need to go there at 8 a.m. when they open if you want that immediate service. True. As it turns out, um, after that moment at uh, 2.45, it wasn't much longer after that when they sent me a text and said, you're done. Come get it. And I had shit to do. So I got there a couple hours later. Jackie picked me up, went over there, got the car, and that's it. Kenny, with more wisdom, some days are busier than others, and you should plan accordingly, which is why I go when they open. You see, Kenny, that's that's brilliant. That's one way to do it. If you want it done immediately, you can do that, or you can do it like I, uh, if you have the luxury of someone getting you uh, to and fro. And then you do it that way. But you don't sit there and have a GD temper tantrum, you asshole. What the fuck? Uh, Then I got a phone call from him. And on this car, this uh, old Civic, the guy starts talking. And uh, this is before it gets done. He goes, hey, uh, we got a problem. Uh, One of your studs broke and uh, blah, 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 blah. And I go, hold, wait a minute. What? What's a stud? And he paused. He goes, I'm like, I don't know what that is. Okay, sir. When we put the uh, uh, tire on, like, you know, where it goes, those those five things that come through the uh, wheel, and then you put the uh, lugs on. I go, yeah. Each one of those is a stud. Oh, I didn't know that's what they call it. I just thought they called it like a thing. No, no. Amanda says, even I know what that is. So one of the studs uh, is is broken. And he goes, yeah, this is what you do. I'm going to lock it all in there with the four that you still have. Get it to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I said, we'll do. I ended up calling those folks up. They're going to take care of it. It's all good. All good. Uh, Jackie gets a car. I explained to her, I go, this thing has to get fixed. And, uh, then I, I gave her the keys and, uh, later on that day, I go, what are you going to do tomorrow? What do you mean? You got to call Irvine's. So I'm, I'm just concerned about the wheel fucking falling off. Uh, they, they said, but I did get confirmation from my friends at Irvine's that you're going to be okay. But get it in there. Ryan says he didn't know that that thing was called a stud. Then he adds the amount of things I learned on the Big Fraud Zane's uh, show. 
Uh, Amanda says, if the guy was smart and you asked, what's a stud? He should have said, you're talking to one. Oh. Holy crap. Kenny adds, they replaced, when he was uh, at his, Kenny's latest discount tire experience, they replaced all four tires and put the spare away nice and neatly, and it only took them 40 minutes when they told us it was going to take about an hour and a half. Discount tire is awesome. Fuck that entitled prick. I've had nothing but good experiences with them. All right. Um, information. It's everybody wants to go see Taylor Swift. Uh, Swift. Switch. Jesus. Completely different topic. There is a fundraiser going on a week from tomorrow with my friends from Harbor Humane in West Michigan. This is the place where um, they uh, uh, take in all the animals and then foster uh, families take care of the animals and then the animals get adopted and a fantastic place. Uh, we've, I've spoken with Allison many times on the show. Uh, Harbor Humane is giving away Taylor Swift tickets. They're, they're actually raffling them off. Um. For, and it's part of an event that they have. I promised Allison I would talk about it a week from tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Taylor Swift, that's like the uh, most incredible ticket to get right now. I mean, people people are, 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 are killing each other over... Thousands have died over Taylor Swift tickets. It's true. Um... If Jesus came back to life and uh, he decided to make a super group and he got the best musicians together. So lead singer Jesus and uh, uh, Hitler was on drums. He came back to life. Charles Manson uh, was the lead guitarist and Rick James on bass. If they were all resurrected, and going on tour, more people would want to see Taylor Swift than they would want to see Jesus, Rick James, Charles Manson, and Hitler. Now, that would be a super group. I don't know if Hitler has any musical ability whatsoever. I know Rick James, obviously, was a terrific bass player and singer. And uh, Charles Manson was a wonderful musician. I don't know if you know that. He would uh, he'd write and he'd sing and murder people. That's all he would do. He'd wake up, he'd write a song, sing it, and then go kill someone. And Jesus, you know he would have the best musical ability um, because he's Jesus. Uh, Kenny says, Hitler is too busy getting pineapples shoved up his ass in hell. We don't know if he's in hell. We can't, I mean, we don't know anything. We can just assume. I mean, he definitely did some bad things. He, it would take a uh, a lot of... Uh, he says that's a little Nicky reference. Ah, I get you. I didn't see that stupid movie. Fuck that shit. Rick James was also known to grind his feet in other people's couches. Fuck your couch, Edward! All right. Well, anyway. Um, Harbor Humane writes on their Facebook poach, uh, poach. Jesus, what is wrong with me? God damn it. 
while you may not have survived the great war of Ticketmaster, we've uh, got your chance to be bejeweled for an event of the eras. You see, they're using all the uh, Taylor Swift references. We've got so many blank spaces on some tickets that you need to speak now for so you don't miss your chance. Have you had your epiphany of what we're getting at yet? That's right. T-Swift tickets. We've got two, and you've got a chance to call them your own. Taylor Swift, two tickets, Chicago Soldier Field, June 3rd, 2023. We're raffling them off. We're uh, we're raffling them off leading up to and at our Harbor Humane Society fundraiser at Park Theater on May 26th. $25 each or five for $100. All cash raise goes directly to caring for our homeless pets. You don't, you do not have to be present to claim. Trust us, get yours now. You'll be saying would have, could have, should have if you don't get them now. Get your chance at T Swift here or see us in person at the shelter. Then, ready for it, join us May 26th at Park Theater for what is guaranteed to be a blast of time, raising critical funds for our shelter pets. Uh, at Muscleman underscore music underscore CO will be spinning beats of all the eras, too, with even more raffles to be won, drinks and apps, dancing photo booth, and puppies, of course. This is the Harbor Secondhand Prom for Secondhand Pets event. All right. Here is a link if you want to get started on this uh, for your consideration. All right. So if you want in on that, click on it. All the details are there. Great job to everybody at Harbor Humane. Uh, wasn't there a deal where somebody was throwing puppies over a fence? Wasn't that a story recently? I might have to save that. I don't think it was Harbor Humane. Puppies over. Puppies dropped over a fence. Uh, yeah, they're. <laughs> How can you sleep on such a firm So setting. ridiculous. Yeah. Mine is almost the Actually, same. Actually, we'll cover this. Almost. Yeah. Bad. There we go. Audio check. Video check. Yeah, some guy showed up to this uh, shelter called Noah Project. And, uh, you know, he's got all these puppies. And he's, he's throwing them over the fence like fucking hand grenades. So fucked up. Tonight, a Muskegon County couple admits they're responsible for leaving six puppies outside the Noah Project Animal Shelter in Muskegon. 13 on your side's Micah Chose. What are you doing? Why are you admitting this shit? They, they pulled up. They were throwing the puppies over the fence, and then the story caught fire as they're trying to find out who did this. And they go, we did it. It's like, no, you don't tell everybody you did it. You just spoke with them about the backlash, even hate mail they're receiving. Well, yeah, Juliet, they told me they want to Look share at, their side of the story that there's a reason those puppies reason for why they did. I don't think they could have thrown them like a hand grenade. They'd have to throw them over like you're inbounding a soccer ball. What they did. 
said, let's take him to Noah. Look at these losers. She has no teeth. This fucking meth head. Wait a minute. Um, I don't know if these are the uh, people who threw him over the fence. These might be the workers. Oh, shit. Project, I don't want him at the house. They cannot be here right now. So that's where we took him. No, it is. The, these are the losers. Thank God. I was afraid that these were the workers at the Noah Project, and I'm calling her a toothless bitch and this guy a meth head. Which they are. But no, these are the ones who owned the the dogs and threw them over the fence. Kuipers and Annette Homley say they're the couple who has sparked outrage across social media over the past week, dropping six puppies off at the Noah Project on the night of May 2nd. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I guess they have a lot of... This idiot's holding a duck. They're doing the interview in front of a, a rooster. Twenty birds, such as ducks and chickens, at her home. That night, when she came home from work, she found three of her birds dead, with about half of them injured. She says that was the moment that she knew the puppies needed to go somewhere else. But I was so traumatized by what I was seeing that I just wanted them gone, and I thought that we were doing the right thing by bringing them to a no-kill shelter. According to Homley, what a came from what a fucking fool. Her idea of doing the right thing with these dogs that injured her chicken or whatever. Her idea of the right thing is to hurl them over the fence. It's like you got, you almost did the right thing. But the reason why you didn't is because you are a stupid person. All right. You're a stupid individual. Her two other fully grown dogs broke into her garage and had attacked the birds. That's when she says she and Kuipers made the decision to drive the puppies to the Noah Project. I got a hold of him. He couldn't understand a word I was saying on the phone. Okay. Now, she's not that old, but she sounds like she's a thousand. That's what uh, meth does to you. I didn't even know the extent of what I was seeing. And cook a big black dick because I know you want to hear it. I've never seen I was traumatized. Traumatized. It was the most dramatic thing I think I've ever been through in my life. This Facebook post from the Noah Project on the day after the puppies were left at the shelter says the owners threw them over the fence. Kuipers, who takes responsibility for dropping the puppies off, says he wouldn't do something like that. It's not what people are making it out to be. You know, those puppies. Yes, it is. It, it is what it is. The video showed you, you fucking moron with your pomade hair, throwing him over the fence. After I dropped him, had maybe at the max 12 inches. Kuipers and Homley say this incident has been difficult on them. We just want all the slander stuff. That's it, we're not bad people. We, we don't didn't want, want our dead. kids. We don't want our kids being having death threats. And we oh. have to worry about this for the rest of the time that we live in Muskegon. The Noah Project has been posting frequent updates about the puppies. Couldn't you wait till the morning, though, to take the puppies over there? How, how do you not follow along with this? And is asking for donations to help with their care. We have repeatedly reached out to the NOAA Project for comment, but they say they are not available until tomorrow. The couple also told me tonight that they have been in contact with the Fruitport Police Department. Juliet. Thank you, Micah. Today, people will leave for work, school, or just to have fun. That's nice. All right. Well... Okay, um, I agree. Probably no malicious intent, but absolutely stupid. 
Kenny says, uh, I'm sure the puppies just wanted to play dumb pussy ass chickens. LOL. What? Kyler writes, isn't this better than the side of the highway though? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're not, you're not kidding. Flu says that rooster behind them has been molested. Guaranteed. Who the fuck would throw a puppy anywhere? Uh, Maureen says, I hate people and calls them fucking assholes. You know, this is very near and dear to Maureen's heart. By the way, there was a moment on, on yesterday's Ben and Eric Patreon podcast uh, when Maureen was describing uh, what what happened to her most recent foster the dog the dog was shot by some dude now uh the 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 person who owned the dog didn't shoot the dog but uh the dude definitely uh, uh, his elevator didn't didn't go to the top when it came to uh, uh animal care at least i don't think the guy shot the dog dog's getting operated on today and it will be okay dog is in maureen's care And if you know any of the history of Maureen in recent weeks, uh, being that she hates people who uh, mistreat animals, and who wouldn't? I asked her a very important question uh, about what she thought about this whole situation, and it led to some real hilarity that you probably would only get if you've seen recent episodes of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. It was probably... The funniest moment of the entire show. One of the funnier things I've ever seen or heard. I hope I'm not ruining it if you don't get the context, but it it actually wouldn't work if you didn't know the actual context of the question that I asked her. All right. Um. Yeah, last name of uh, idiot who threw the uh, dog over the fence was Kuipers. We have a couple Kuipers who listen. I wonder if that shithead is uh, is related to two of our Kuipers, uh, Tim and, uh, and and Cutie Patootie Kevin. By the way, Tim informed me that his uh, his little buddy um, is is starting to feel a little better. His son Zeke. That was a scary situation for them. I'm glad that that is turning around. All right. Thank you to uh, Nick who sent that story along. Not uh, Lonely Nick, but a different Nick. Not Arena Nick. After I informed Chris who made the intro that because he was afraid that it was going to suck. I said, no, it was fucking great, man. I, I thank you. I'm definitely going to play it. Definitely going to use it. He says, cool. I've always had an interest in radio and shit. Rock on my friend, Chris, you are a noble saint. Thank you. Okay. So that's amazing. And, uh, that's where I'm going to, uh, uh, separate the Twitch audience from the Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube audience. Uh, thank you for enjoying the show. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Twitter, at Eric Zane Show, or YouTube, Eric Zane Show. I appreciate that. 
but the full show is on Twitch. I kind of make it available for you so you can get an idea of what we're doing in case you're not aware. And then, oh, okay, I guess he's uh, exclusively for the rest on Twitch. And that's exactly right. It's just a better platform for your old pal, EZ. So this is what you do. Either on your uh, uh, phone, your mobile device, download the Twitch app. And then search Eric Zane Live, all one word. Give yourself a username and off you go. Follow me so that you know when I go live. Link up your, and this is very important, link up your Amazon Prime account to Twitch if you have it. Once that is done, you then hit the subscribe button. And you have to do that each month. The reason why that's important, because if you don't subscribe, so follow and subscribe, two different things. If you subscribe, you won't get inundated with like seven commercials at uh, inopportune times. Twitch does that. But you can bypass all that shit by linking up your Amazon Prime account and skipping the commercials. It's up to you. Either way, it's free. Um. Or if you don't have a, have an Amazon Prime account, you actually can pay if you choose. I don't I don't really uh, stress that because you know I I feel bad already asking you for money as much as I do. Uh, but that is available. But the only thing that I really push hard would be Patreon. Everything else gets a mention here and there. But Patreon, being that there's so much material that's up there and the amount of work I put in it, I I push that one pretty hard. So anyway, uh, there you go. Now, of course, um, you can email me whatever you want, eric at ericsaintshow.com on the Shoreliner Striping inbox. Thank you to Shoreliner Striping for being a sponsor for as long as they have. And uh, the audio podcast, what I'm doing right now becomes the audio podcast if you could... Whether you listen to it or not, subscribe to the audio podcast on your favorite platform. That gives your old pal EZ an internet point and a few uh, a few shekels every time you download it. So thank you. And uh, there you go. The podcast is available shortly after I finish this live stream. So that is going to do it for Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Have a great day. Uh, heads up. I will not be live tomorrow. I have not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast going on, uh, which I will post. It is already scheduled and posted. Imagine that you can do things. You can work ahead. And then I have a special Patreon for you tomorrow, um, titled something to listen to while I'm away. The Friday, May 19th edition of that. It's a three hour show. You're going to love it. Thank you for listening to this. Or watching. All right. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks. 
in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Twitch and Facebook. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you very much. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And uh, you can follow me on those two platforms and YouTube as well. Uh, Just to kind of help the show. Support the show. Retweet my shit. Share my shit. I appreciate it. Okay. Charles Barkley on Ja Morant. Morant? Morant? This is the basketball player for the Memphis Grizzlies who is just an absolute beast. Uh, The things that this guy has accomplished. I mean, he is a superstar, but I think he's becoming more known for his off-the-court shit than his on-the-court shit. He's 19 he has a $200 million contract that he signed recently. All of it guaranteed. He's that good. You know, uh, during the uh, the basketball season, he was caught uh, online, like uh, waving a gun or some shit like that, a pistol. And, uh, oh, man, everybody got pissed off. Uh, he ended up having to be, I think he uh, served a total of an eight-game suspension. And, uh and then he had to like go on an apology tour and say, I'm so sorry. I need to make better decisions. And then a little bit of time passed. And then he did the fucking thing again. He, he's partying with his friends and they're like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, man. And they turned the phone on him. He's got another gun on. He's like, yeah, fuck yes. He had uh, his tr- finger off the trigger though. So everybody's killing this guy. And, uh, and, and, and they're beating him up because he's waving a gun around. Now, some people have said, yeah, he didn't do anything illegal at the time. And and I don't know the particulars. He may have a pistol permit. Okay. Um, And so I'm not going to assume anything on this story. All I know is that a lot of people were killing him um, for being in another video waving a pistol around so soon after, like weeks, so soon after the last incident. 
One of my favorite people to listen to in the world is Charles Barkley. And he had some thoughts on this. Uh, audio check, video check. Here is Sir Charles. First of all, I, I got to say something, man. We got some idiots, some fools. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, a little bit more context. He's going to start by indicting the people who were saying, um, leave Ja alone if he wants. He can wave a gun around. He didn't do anything wrong. You know, shit like that. That's where he's going to start on. Well, first of all, I, I got to say something, man. We got some idiots, some fools, some jackasses on television that really just pissed me off talking about Josh should make a stand saying he didn't break any laws. He didn't do anything wrong. We're in a state where you can carry your gun. Those guys are just, they just freaking idiots. And I only said freaking because y'all won't let me say what I want to say. It, we just, don't. <laughs> it, it, it pisses me off when I hear guys say that, yo, man, when you're making $100 million a year to play sports, your life changes. There are certain rules and regulations you have to live by, plain and simple. You can't do stupid stuff. That's the trade-off. Now, if you want to do all that stuff and give all that money back, more power to you. You can make that stance. You know what? I want to do what I want to do. I want to flash my gun and make videos and do things. Okay, that's fine. But you can't make money on the NBA doing this stuff. He's referring to, like, image in the league wants athletes who aren't doing that i'm assuming i i just hope that he grows up and realize like yo man first of all you're not a thug you're not a criminal you're not a crook you're a guy making a hundred million dollars a year to dribble us 200 200 million to dribble a stupid basketball Shaq. and it, you hit the lottery we all hit the lottery to do something there's people out there work nine to five Eight and nine hours a week gonna make twenty-five thousand dollars a year. They will kill to be in our situation. And you know, Kenny's right. At some point, it's not your friends. Bill Parcells used to always say, and I love. He says, "Yo, man, you're just an unlucky dude. Bad stuff happen around you all the time. You're just an unlucky dude." No, 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 man. You got to look in the mirror and say, "Yo, you know what? Maybe I'm the problem." And it's it's disappointing because the kid's a great player, but to be like, to be a fool already, then be a bigger fool a couple months later. And this is like your fifth or sixth gun thing. Oh, I didn't know that. I just thought it was two. Holy shit. And like I say, hey, I'm a guy. I'm a gun guy. But I don't understand why you're flashing it. My bodyguard teasing me, man, if you touch your gun, you better shoot somebody. Everybody know you got. And... He riding around with, I guess he think he would Anquan Fuqua and Steven Spielberg. You got your friend. I don't know what the fuck that means there, but uh, I love what Charles is saying. Yeah, don't don't touch your fucking pistol. I can't remember the last last time my pistol came out of the holster. It was to clean the fucking thing. That's the, the only time my pistol comes out of the holster is when I clean it or when I shoot it up north. That's it. Motherfuck. He's right. Charles makes so much sense. That, that quote he wrote, if you touch your gun, you better shoot somebody. <laughs> Kyler says, did you see his apology letter? You got, I didn't know there was one. Let me look that up, buddy. Ja Morant, latest apology letter. 
Uh, I see a story. Shannon Sharp mocks Ja Moran apology with chat GPT claim after the gun video. Uh, the AI technology where you just uh, tell it what it to do, what to do, and it will uh, it'll do it for you. Um, in fact, I'm going to go right to Shannon uh, uh, talking about that. Thank you for the tip. Commissioner Silver seemed genuinely, genuinely hurt. Agreed. The Knicks, again, not finding any luck in his on lottery night. The Dallas Mavericks weird. the 10th pick in the 2023. Shut up. Ago. Yep. And he said he was trying to help him understand by the ramifications about what he's doing and the harm, not only that he's causing himself, but he's causing the product, the NBA. Yep. He said, you're one of the faces of the league. Uh, gun violence is, is, a, is, a, is a problem, especially in our community. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, imagine what could have happened. And, you know, you take everybody else, oh, that didn't happen. But Commissioner Silver is trying to give him the worst case scenario. Remember early in the year when Shannon, who's one of the strongest people on the planet, almost got in a fight with Ja and his dad at the basketball game? He goes, you don't want any of this smoke. You could have hurt someone. You could have maimed someone. You could have hurt yourself. So I need you to understand the seriousness or the gravity of what you're doing. Skip, Jaws response, Jaws apology. I know I've disappointed a lot of people who supported me. This is a journey and I recognize there's more work to do. My words may not mean much right, right now, but I take full accountability for my actions and I'm committed to continue to work on myself. Skip, that's not how Jaws, Skip, I don't know if you've ever heard of a chat GPT. I do know what it is. But they've been explaining it to me. You could say, Write me a love letter to Ernestine. Mm, yeah. and, then, and guess what? Guess what, Skip? You got Skip. You did this, <laughs> but see, you can pass it off because you were. I want him to yell, "Suffering succotash." English major. So anything. And, I, I know, but I couldn't because I have a style to me, and right, if I said it to her, she'd say, "You didn't that ain't like the way, this." That's not the way you talk. That is correct, Skip. It's an AI generated. So unless it's job, must be the most. He's always like going. Million to one coincidence, or no, a billion. Okay, billion. That 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 John yeah, statement is, is right. verbatim. No, you're to right. that statement. I agree. In order for an apology, it's an apology is very. It needs to be sincere, and it needs to be in your words. Because even when people give you things, Skip, when they give you statements, some of the wording needs to be in some things that you will say. It can't be all by a PR team, or people are gonna say that's disingenuous. Yeah. And because John doesn't talk like this, everybody's looking like, well, <laughs> and so what? <laughs> you know the internet full of detectives. You don't skip. I mean, boy, look here. I don't know how there's any crime in America, but they better not put it on the internet because the internet's going to figure it out. Just like they saw that under, underneath Skip, the, the San Antonio Spurs thing. They looking up under there. Skip. Man, if they ever do a remake of the Green Mile. John, Skip, he hurt. They're going to drop the hammer on him. I, I, Skip, I wish I could say we don't skip. I think he's going to get 16 games, 24 games. Skip, they're going to punish him because he didn't learn his lesson. He couldn't even wait two months <laughs> before he did something like, Skip, okay, you want, go to the gun range. Go, I mean, but I'm, just yeah. try, I'm just trying to figure out the need, the obsession to let the world see that you told. 
That's what I said. I, I need somebody to explain that to me. But, but, but you know why. You, you want to show that yeah. you, as you always say, I'm about that life. Man, look right? here, man. No, I ain't trying to show nothing. Because them because pe there people that's really out there about that, Skip, will check you and to see if you about that life. Now you got to see, I, we need Skip to say, why do you black people do that? He needs to ask him that question just to get him to get his head to explode. A lot of bangers say, oh, you think you about that? You think it's a game? Why, why put yourself into that? You're a hooper. Yeah. You, you're a hooper. As, as Lil Wayne said to me the other day. What? Lil Wayne said to you the other day. It, he knows Memphis. It, it is full of some serious bangers. Oh, yeah. Serious. Uh, for sure. Like, if you want that, you can get it. One of the first, uh, yeah. I skip, I don't know if you used to watch this, the first 48. One of the, they always was in Memphis. <sighs> they, Memphis, by that, Memphis and Atlanta. And, come on, come on, Ja. Bro, just, just say, Get with your people. This guy's so muscly that he can't even get a suit to not look like he's wearing Under Armour. You can actually see the definition. It is deltoids and his biceps in a fucking suit. And I don't know who allowed them to put this out, Skip, because you know. It's like he's wearing football pads. He's so big. John, come on, bro. You better than this, bro. Just, just, just speak from your heart. I disappointed you guys. I'm sorry. I got some things going on. Skip, it's got to be something really, really going on. And I don't want to speak. I don't want to speculate, get into conjecture. All right, that's enough of this. But thank you for the tip. Wow. My God. Um, Ryan says, I've never listened to an audio book in my life, but would consider would consider it if he was narrating one. Uh, why is he always talk yelling? Shannon Sharp. Yes, he is. He is talk yelling. Tyler says, I want to hear him say, that's right, Dan. What's that from? Oh, that's uh, Lomas Bra. <laughs> Every time he says, skip, skip. Take a drink. Uh, same thing. Rich says, not sure why he's yelling. He sounds like a slightly more intelligent Lomas Brown. It's great. Oh, fuck. Lomas. Oh, God, he is. I had to bite my tongue. You know, I interviewed him on the huge show. Hey, Lomas. How hey, how you doing? Oh, God. Thing is, I don't think Lomas is stupid. He just sounds dumb as shit. All right. So that's what's up with Ja Moran. Um, all of this discussion is just like wasted energy, though. There's, there's, uh, you know, it's either he's going to get it or he's not. It's just shocking to me that someone who's who makes that amount of money would risk it all. I mean, that's just dumb. So you obviously have a person who lets uh, the emotion of the moment riding around with his friends, listening to loud music dictate his actions, which is a sign of uh, uh, weak uh, brain capacity, low IQ, low intelligence. He's stupid. He can probably get smarter through wisdom, but for right now, he's dumb as shit. He's not thinking. All right. Uh, go back. There was a couple of nice comments, I thought. 
see. Talking about Maureen. Last night. Ryan says, uh, Ryan heavily endorses Patreon. Who are these Zanes? Is undoubt worth the price of admission. Kyle says, this is also true. And who are these free beers will make it feel like we are stealing. Oh, that is an excellent thing to say. Again, the idea is uh, underprice over deliver. Um, the league never discussed if this uh, is happening again. Probably we'll get another five games. All right. Uh, all right. Somebody just woke up, which means I might need to take somebody to go potty. So I got to hustle. Sign up for the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you. The open and live stream of this show brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. You can call them at 616-532-6600 like I did yesterday. Anything car-related, call them, and they will help you out. Loaner cars available on request. You can take care, uh, take advantage of that. Drop the car off early, pick it up late, keys in a lockbox, off you go. Uh, they do an amazing job there. Irvine's Auto Repair in Grand Rapids. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department. Immunizations for the little ones. Uh, if not you, then maybe someone you know or love. If the kids need to be immunized, you can get this all for free. If you qualify, call them at 616-632-7200 or online at uh, accesskent.com slash health. Thank you. I'm going to come back with Kyle from uh, for another edition of Let's Kill. We'll get to him in moments. Stand by. All right. Um, forgot, but uh, A&E Heating and Cooling here right now. David working diligently. Um, I went downstairs. The NFKs goes, hey, he's working on the AC. I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot. Jeez. Oh, my God. Uh, so he's down there. Joe Martinez right now enjoying the show as we speak. He's off to a great start is Jason. In fact, he might even be able to hear me. Hey, can you hear me out there? I don't think he can. I got this window open. So anyway, um, yeah, he's awesome. He goes, yeah, I can hear you. He's getting it on delay. He, uh, He's listening to the show on the Twitch app while he's outside the window. So that's just fun. Because I went outside with Darla. I could hear the music playing. I was like, hey, man, what's going on? Uh, Okay. It is time to reach out to uh, Kyle for another round of Let's Kill. See what's on his mind. Hello, Exane. Hello, Exane. That doesn't sound like me. Come on. Alexander. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Hey, uh, call the other phone real quick. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) It's got like a landline. Dumbass. 
and saying, that's better. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to risk it. Uh, how close are you to franchising dumpster divers? Wasn't that the plan? Yeah, yeah. We're 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 still going through it, man. Uh, we just did uh, a bunch of legal crap and whatnot, so we're getting all the documents in place and getting it set up. So hopefully, like another month or so. So, are you telling me that in order to do this, I mean, you have to uh, then you have to go and market it to other communities? You too can be a, a dumpster divers owner, just like kind of like McDonald's, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah, we, we got to put like a page like on our website, like you know, like franchise opportunities or whatever. And so yeah, then uh, then your old pal Kyle is going to be hitting those trade shows, baby, just trying to sell some suckers. Oh, okay. Wow. Now, has this ever been done in that industry, like franchising dumpsters? Um, yes, uh, kind of. Um, not not to like the level of success that we're trying to get. There's um like one that's like our most direct competition called Been There Dumps That. Uh, they are a franchise, but they're like ca- Canadian, like they're okay. like from Canada. <laughs> um, but they have like a location here, like a location in Muskegon. Um, so. That's like the only one I can think of. I'm sure there's like other little ones right, around, right. The, now, is around that, the country. Is that what uh, a two men in a truck ended up doing? Is that the same? Did they do that concept? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's why we're doing it because it worked out freaking awesome for those people. Yeah, because it was just two men in a truck when it started however long ago, right? Yeah, yep. And then now it's everywhere. Now, Yeah, now it's everywhere, um, even in like uh, England and um ireland and canada and all that kind of stuff uh ryan says eric you should charge him for all this free dumpster diver advertising and then tyler writes perhaps they'd like to be a sponsor on eric's show (laughs) i know you you know uh yeah we're not supposed to be talking about dumpster divers right now Uh, (laughs) no i asked so it's fine (laughs) it's fine uh, okay, buddy. Well, uh, anyway, what's going on? What's on your, uh, what's on your mind? You've been following things going on in the world that you'd like to talk about. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you a couple updates, uh, in, in Kyle's life. Uh, Eric saying number one, I bought a, a riding lawnmower. So I'm officially like, like a middle-aged white dude. Okay. <laughs> now are you riding? Is this one of those, uh, zero turn ones? No, 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 no. Um, I used my um, classic abilities that I learned from my mom, which was we're spending the least amount of fucking money as possible. Excellent. That we can. So, um, yeah, we, uh, my dad actually, um, he was uh, looking for a new lawnmower. So he found this guy that like buys them and fixes them and resells them. So, I love those. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Got, got a pretty good little deal. Yeah. You know, say that's what they do. They, uh, the guy who sold you that or sold it, you know, people like throw that shit out in the front yard. Hey, come get it. It's free. Uh-huh. And then they, they put like $3 in of effort into it. And then it runs for another 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. It's got like new <clears throat> blades on it or whatever. When we picked it up, my uh, blues dad, my father, and I was like, you got this for that amount of money. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, Oh fuck dude. Like, this is good. And I'm like, well, hell yeah. You saw my yard. It's a big ass fucking yeah. yard. It takes too long to push it. You know, um, so yeah, now you got the rider and, uh, have you, so have you used it yet? Are you doing it with your shirt off and a beer? <laughs> yeah, no, no, so I keep the shirt on. <laughs> let's, uh, let's keep the old fat gut from bouncing out in public. You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, 
Yeah, so I, I did it the, the first time. Oh, it was a fucking disaster, Eric Zane. So here's here's the controversy that we learned about. Um, I don't know what's going on in the lawnmower industry, but they got to tighten that shit up, Eric Zane. So fucking my pusher, like where I kept it, like the height of the grass was yeah. um, like the second from the top. Like I like to keep it long so it doesn't burn and right. you know, it keeps it nice and lush. Anyways, the highest that the riding lawnmower goes is like one setting lower than the i had the push mower at so i fucking i go to moa and it was a disaster eric saying i'm talking like a whole la- like my grass like my yard was covered in a whole layer of like hay like oh. it looked like and it was just covered and then you know of course you try fucking spreading it around and like spraying it around so it mixes in and then my whole yard was like like once that shit started dying, it was like yeah. all brown, and I'm like, oh fuck, yeah, dude. So, okay, so normally you just let the uh, clippings fall onto the soil, right? Yeah, yeah, and use like the like the natural fertilizer yeah. aspect. Oh, for God's sake! And now, but you cut ahead to cut it so long because of that. You now it's like, oh fuck me! Yeah, you. you yeah. I think you had to rake it all up at least once. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I should have fucking done. But what I decided to do the next day was just go over it again. Which actually worked pretty good, um, and then uh, this I just mowed it like two days ago or whatever, and that was a lot better. But I got a little work to do on it before it looks all sick as fuck again. I've yet to find anybody who mows it and then uses that as natural fertilizer to have a yard that looks good. It always looks like cock. You know, that's uh, here's the fucking funny thing, Eric. Zane. My uh, my philosophy on mowing the lawn is like don't fucking be one of those guys that tries too hard. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you see like the older guys in the neighborhood and they're out there with like fucking tape measures and fucking tools you've never seen and stuff like really going hard in the paint on it. I'm not like that. I'm like, let's just put the least amount of effort into it. And which is where, why I wanted to do um, just letting the grass fall on the soil anyways. But it fucking, it's worked great for me. I mean, my, my lawn is generally pretty fucking All right. sick. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably uh, way off mark off the mark with that, but I like to bag it up, man. I like, That shit needs to be in a landfill. We need to be occupying more space in a landfill. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. But yeah, I, uh, I, when, I, when I was growing up, I always bagged. So, like, I never really thought about it. And then I started reading up on it when I became a home guy, like a homeowner guy. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is the way to go, dude. All right, so that's cool. What else? Um, I did uh, the past three days. I want to let you know this. Um, I keep I cannot catch a drug hooker lady, dude. It's oh. uh it's a fucking mystery, dude. Like the the other day, I texted you about trying to fucking get over there. Uh, the phone rang, so she took off. Yeah. And literally yesterday morning, she was just out there. We were getting the truck started, and I literally I was like, I'm not waiting. So I just started walking over there, and she fucking took off, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh yeah. I Man. can't, I can't, I can't get to the window, dude. She's scared of me, dude. That is crazy. Um, maybe if you leave a note, what are you doing here? What, how can we help you? What, what is, what, it, what, what are you up to? <laughs> yeah. I'll just get like a, like a mic stand, like a, like a stand-up comedy mic stand. And I'll just tape a note to it. Just put it in the parking lot about where she parks. <laughs> yeah. Or you can write a crazy drug hooker bitch parking only. <laughs> she'd be like what the fuck she's like i guess should, i guess i shouldn't park here it's like no you are the, you are the lady dude and every time you've approached her she's peeled out right she's just waiting there and then she peels out so she no doubt after she drives away she calls a fucking 
a John or a pimp and says, yeah, he came out again. I, I can't suck your dick. You know? Right. They're like, yeah, cop. They, they, she probably calls me like cop, cop Kyle or something like that. She's like, yeah, that cop's out there again. I'm like, I ain't no cop, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, all right. Uh, yeah, people were asking about that. I know at least one person asked you about uh, about the update. And occasionally I'll get a picture of her car. I think you sent me a picture. Yeah, yeah, that was the day I, I was, like, sneaking around the corner, and I was like, all right, let me get this picture so Eric Zane knows that I'm about to head out there. And it didn't fucking work, dude. Yeah, uh, roll a video file of her free, um, like, when you see her next time, roll video and then walk up. I want to see her actually take off. You know what? I will. You know what? Can I, uh, let me ask you that. Do you have an iPhone? Yeah. Yeah, so if I send you a fucking video because I have an Android, I think it's going to stay fucking tiny. I think I'll just try to send it to you on like Facebook or something so it can maintain fucking big video quality or whatever. Okay, good deal. All right. Uh, uh, Rich says, Trapper like Family Guy to James Kahn, which I don't know that <laughs> reference, but uh, it sounds funny. So I, I, I read it. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, anything going on in the world that you want to talk about? I just got done talking about that stupid basketball player, Ja Morant. Uh, yeah, what's uh? I don't, you know, to be honest with you, I don't even know what. I just know that he like has guns and videos, and people are like well, flipping out. Okay, first of all, he's very good. He, uh, one of the best players you're ever going to see. Spectacular. Right. A couple months ago, uh, and this has happened more than once. He's always waving a pistol around like a dumbass. So <laughs> he got in trouble for doing it uh, on social media, and the league. I said, all right, you got to behave like a, like a gentleman. You can't be an asshole. Just quit waving your fucking gun around. They sat him down for a handful of games. He apologized. He said, I'm going to rehab, which I, how the fuck do you go to rehab for waving a gun? I mean, I can't believe, okay. That's funny. I'm so glad you just said that. Cause yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Like what, what rehab is that? That's the dumbest (laughs) thing I've ever heard. That's like me going to rehab for telling people to fuck off. You know, I was like, <laughs> fuck sure. you. I'm not going to go to rehab for that. That's, that's part of my makeup. I, I, you're taking, it's like asking me not to breathe air. You fucking idiot. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the, uh, the fucking, um, like, remember how like during COVID they're like, we're doing all this shit because the hospitals can't handle the volume or whatever. I think that probably like, uh, rehab places, um, probably are not like set up for that. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, they're like, all right. He's, uh, he needs rehab for waving his gun around. We're going to throw him in with the fucking alcoholics or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or we're going to throw him in with the druggies. And they're all going to have like heart-wrenching stories, you know? And then yeah. he's going to be like, yeah, you know, I just can't stop waving that fucking pistol around. It's a, it's a complete waste of time. If I was the guy running the NBA, I would say, no, you're not going to any rehab. In fact, in fact, I don't even give a shit if, if you kill people. I don't care. Just stop doing it on, so that people see it. All right. I don't care. Uh, Wave it around. Keep waving it around. Just make sure that there's no camera in front of you. And then that's it. (laughs) And then the guy's happy. No one gets in trouble. And the best player in the league or one of them, he can tell you who cares. But, you know, they're making this. They're 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 really uh, uh, killing this guy over it. And I and and I get it. I understand why they're upset. But at the same time, it's like, eh, whatever. You know, I know the crazy part. And this is like a classic, like white guy who is like, I have no gangster qualities whatsoever. I do have street cred. I will say that, but I don't have gangster qualities. 
So like, I can't imagine like the need to like, uh, you like, you know what? I'm going to hop on uh, social media right now and I'm going to wave the gun around a little bit. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand like the, like if you got in trouble for it, like I don't understand the need to, yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to do it again. Unless he was like super fucking hammered or whatever. <laughs> I mean, we all have exactly. We've all done dumb shit when we were young. So I imagine in 20 years, he'll be like going, ah, fuck, I'm such an a- asshole. I can't believe I did that. You know, I mean, my God, I, we, we've all done dumb shit. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's hundred percent true. You know, whatever. But uh, so then, what happened was after that first one, and then he uh, he he went to his social media rehab or whatever the fuck it was, and then he did it again. Like uh, earlier this week, <laughs> he's fucking in the car and the and they're 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 the the music's just loud as fuck and they're having a good time and the driver holds up his fingers like a, like he's holding a gun and jaws like, Oh fuck that. I got the real thing. He pulls out a nine. He's waving that shit around. And, uh, that was it. Now he's, now he's fucked. And- you know what? I feel for the guy. Did I ever tell you the story about when I was at uh, two men in a truck and I got in trouble for swearing? Did I tell you about this? <laughs> no. Yeah. So I'll make this very short. So don't worry. Not a lot of details here. <laughs> but anyways, um, me and this, uh, this is at like an annual meeting, right? Where there's like free booze, like at certain events. And it's like, yeah, like drink the booze, have a good time. Right. And so, uh, me and this guy that I helped open up a franchise, he's like my age, right? Like we like became buds. Like we're just like buds, like having a good time. So we're at the event, we're drinking the booze. Um, you know, everybody's buzzed or some people are fucked up for sure, but everybody's buzzed. And so I said to him, um, you're going fucking ball, dude. Like, you know, just like a, like a <laughs> no big deal. I just told her, I was like, you're going fucking ball, dude. And we're joking around about it, having a good time. And then time passes, no big deal. But then I got back from the annual meeting and then I got called into the HR office. And the, the HR lady's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, you got, you're in trouble for swearing. And like, I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? And they explain the situation to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, we're friends, like blah, blah, blah. And so anyways, I got in trouble, not even from him, like from a third-party person who oh. like wasn't even, wasn't even in the conversation. No, they were like in the blast zone. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So then I, so anyways, I'm like, blah, 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 I'm in trouble, whatever. So I just, when I was leaving the office, I go, let me just ask you a question. And she's like, okay. I'm like, so you're telling me that I was at, I'm an adult. And I'm like, I was at an adult event with free booze talking to another adult. And I'm like, and then you tell me that another adult told on me for swearing. And I was like, <laughs> and then we got back here and I'm like, and you, who is another adult is getting you're like, I'm in trouble now because that other adult told on me and you are an adult and you're making me in oh, trouble. And that- she's like, yes, that's basically what's happening. I'm like, okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. Wow. So that's what I feel about this John Moran thing. I feel like he's getting his ass drug over the coals or something stupid. Wow, that's so true. And when you when you describe it the way you did, it uh, it it really is spectacular. Now I think it's a little different with the job because we live in a society, uh, you know, and uh, with the whole gun thing. Oh my God! And uh, people getting killed and and so, I mean, I I get it, but at the same time, no one died. So yeah, what? yeah, that's true. Uh, man. That is, uh, that is, that is an, quite a, quite a spectacle to be sure. <laughs> I do want to also, I do want to update you for, um, last week on the whole, uh, not last week, two weeks ago, um, on the whole, um, pork controversy. Remember that? <laughs> um, 
Wait a minute. I, I vaguely remember. I always forget what I say or what I am involved in on this show. That, no, oh, yeah. that was when you were confused about um, yeah. about pork being a particular type of meat, or you thought it was what? What? What did you confuse it with again? Yeah, basically. Yeah, here's. I'm gonna tell you what the fuck went down in my brain, so you can understand the level of uh, autism that was present at the moment. Uh-huh. Um, but fucking yeah. So I was confused about pork. Um, and I was like, oh, that's like a fucking style of meat, right? And um, like it covers like a couple of different things. So anyways, I did hardcore research, which is I Googled farm animals <laughs> and fucking <laughs> tried to like analyze what I was talking about. Turns out, here's what my brain did. My brain mixed up, um, even though I know the difference like all the time, like for some reason in the conversation, my brain mixed up pork and poultry. <laughs> so I'm thinking of what I was thinking of was poultry and I was thinking of how fucking... I'm like, you got, like, ducks, geese, swans. I'm like, they're all the fucking same thing. Oh. And so that's what I was fucking thinking about. I confused oh, poultry okay. and pork, and I really went with it. Uh, yeah, you re- you did. You really leaned in hard on that. My <laughs> God, that was spectacular. It was a total flame out. I loved it. Yeah, so anyways, I just wanted to let everyone know that, yeah, I'm just dumb. It's no, yeah, that, 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 that's fine. That's fine, you know. Um it, it it happens. It happens. We're all a little. <laughs> we're all a little autisticy. It you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Well, uh, have a great weekend, man. I uh, I'm ex- uh, I, I hope you have a good one. I hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, anything else on the top of your mind that you want to mention here? Um, you know what? The the only thing I wanted to mention because I fucking checked. Uh, like the headlines around the world of like cool shit going on turns yeah. out it's been a pretty fucking shitty week for cool stuff going on i mean like the big news from yesterday is fucking man indicted in theft of wizard of oz slippers and i'm yeah. like who fucking cares? like nobody cares about that but i do want to say listen to this one fucking headline dude and uh, tell me if you talked about it uh it just says colorado man tries to trade places with dog to avoid dui arrest have you heard about this it's like one of my favorite stories of the past several days okay so you talked about okay yeah that's like i love that's it that's like the only cool thing that's happened recently oh it was, can you imagine being the cop because as it turns out as the guy's pulling over as soon as the car comes to a halt the cop sees him change seats with someone yeah and then the cop <laughs> goes up and he says hey uh and he goes, oh, no, he was driving. The guy said the dog was driving. <laughs> and That's then, so fucking stupid. And then in the back seat, uh, another uh, two more people who were not drunk. And the one is the owner of the car, and, the o- and, and he was in the back seat letting the drunk guy drive. Oh shit! I did not see that part. Yes. And that makes it all the best. All the uh, that's fucking awesome. Oh, there's so many layers on that story. It's one of the best. It's 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 just uh, uh, incredible that that even happened. It's like they actually said, "Let's go see if we can get you arrested. Let's see if we can make this happen." <laughs> like they were making some fucking viral video or some shit. I know, dude. Oh. That's. That's, uh, that was an interesting one. And the only other one, this is not even really a really story. This is, here's me uh, making up a segment called um, here's the news story. And then I'm going to give an update that I make up about what happened. Yeah. So here's the news story. Church members hoping that whoever stole a truckload of organ pipes will repent and shipment can be recovered. And the update is they fucking didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
They didn't repent. No fucking way. <laughs> they they probably wanted the metal for scrap to sell. Right, for fucking sure. idiots. <laughs> All right. Take care. Love you. Tell everybody I said hi. All right. Love you guys. Deuces. See ya. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. The update is, quote, they fucking didn't. Uh, first time chat, normally just enjoying the show. David from A&E Heating and Cooling says, get your AC tune up for an extra 20 bucks. My father-in-law, Joe, will show up showing his guns. That's his muscles, not guns like Ja Morant. Thank you, buddy. Uh, okay. Thank you to Kyle. Always a good time. Uh, hire me on cameo cameo.com slash Eric Zane, just 20 bucks. Uh, I raised the price recently from 15 to 20 and I've yet to actually have anybody hire me on that. I am probably the least popular person of all of the people on cameo. There's probably someone on there who is uh, deaf, dumb, and blind, who gets more play on Cameo than me. But when I do mine, mine are the best. Cheapest, best, least popular. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Keeping it real. It's just the way it is. Uh, Berlin Raceway. There is racing this weekend. BerlinRaceway.com. Get your tickets. 14 bucks when you buy them online. Uh, 15 and under kids free parking is free. Great racing. Bring a cooler with all the snacks and soft drinks that you want. No glass, no alcohol, tons of fun. Berlinraceway.com. Blue frost it, the managed it service provider for the Eric Zane show podcast. If you or your business, uh, are looking to upgrade your tech. Don't just go and buy new stuff. You got to sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with Blue Frost IT. They'll give you all the recommendations about your business and what you should uh, buy. You're like, hey, I'm going to spend the money. I want to make sure I spend it correctly by buying the right gear. I don't have the expertise, so I'm just going to tell you what I do in my business, and then you tell me what I need. Okay, that's how it works. After that, they're going to help you set it all up after you make your purchase. And then they'll switch you over to being uh, a customer of their managed IT service department. That's uh, what they do for your old pal EZ. Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50. Don't go anywhere. Um, I've got more to talk about. There's still plenty of show left. But I got to go tinkle. Don't go anywhere. Hello. I'm back. Sorry. Really slow trickle. <coughs> Dick trickle. Is that not incredible that there was a uh, the guy there was a guy in NASCAR? His name was actually I think he's still alive. Dick Trickle. It's a name and a condition. Uh, about my appearances on Cameo, Kenny says extras on the show. Ted Lasso. Charge more and make more. Okay. That's like, that's like the revenge, uh, of Kenny because I, I'm not sold on all the Ted Lasso nonsense. I haven't watched a second of it. 
I'm going on the recommendation from uh, people who have. Like, I look no further than Ben Glaze. I was like, what, what's up with that shit? Goes, oh, do not. Do not. <laughs> oh, don't do it. Aram says The Last of Us was a great recommendation. I guess uh, that show uh, Aram watched that you recommended, and he loves it. Uh, Aram follows up with, I'm not sure what is going on with your Ted Lasso recommendation. Everyone has a bad one now and then. Um, Kenny, you know, quick to anger, as we all know, he's got, he's a rageaholic. Uh, don't let his, uh, his, his, uh, his soft whimsical side fool you. He is. Well, he's insane. He writes, it's a great show. And then he says, I don't give a fuck if any of you agree or not. So he's, he's a very aggressive man. And that's, uh, uh, uh one of the things that's, you know, you got to kind of peel back the layers. Don't be fooled by this sensitive thing. He's a demon. All right. Want to get to this. Here in West Michigan, where I live, some people are, uh, well, I've talked, you know, about the uh, unabashed conservatism and um, the hijacking of the Bible. Where I live, the religious right, they oftentimes take uh, Christianity and then they, they ruin it by all of Christ's teachings um, with the exclusion and uh, things like that. It's not just here in West Michigan. I mean, that's one of the reasons why uh, we as a family are no longer involved with the Catholic Church. It's the whole, um, you can't get married here if a man loves a man or a woman loves a woman. Or if you change your gender, shit like that. That's where I stand personally. I don't care where you stand. I'm not trying to convince you anything. But anyway, uh, there's a school district called Grand Rapids Christian, or maybe that's just a school. I don't know. Grand Rapids Christian Schools. They're they're changing their handbook, and uh, it has to do with who's married, or some shit like that. I I don't know all the details. Audio, I'm going to get them right now. Audio check, uh, uh, video check. Here we go. The top tonight, growing concern about the definition of marriage adopted by Grand Rapids Christian Schools. The Board of Trustees voted to make additions to the staff handbook defining marriage as only between a man and a woman. You say it's Taylor. So the staff handbook, isn't the staff handbook supposed to say, uh, you know, a uh, no smoking in the teacher's lounge. Um, don't dress like a whore. Try not to have sex with the students. They're defining marriage in the staff handbook? What? Morris, talk with some parents who are concerned about the change to the handbook. She's here now with the latest. Taylor? Yeah, don't dress like a whore and only a man can marry a woman or a woman can marry a man. Michelle O'Brien, parents, alumni, and staff members held a private meeting this evening to go over their questions and discuss what this new policy means for the future of the district. 
It wasn't the decision of the parents or the teachers or the students to move forward with this policy necessarily. According to parents starting next school year, the staff handbook will state that Grand Rapids Christian Schools believes that God instituted marriage as biblically defined and historically interpreted to be between a man and woman back in December. Oh my God. December, the board of trustees voted to. So what they're doing here, they're setting up the ability to, I guess, just fire people, which that's been happening forever. At the it, this this is not these are not the Catholics, but the Catholic the Catholic schools they do that all the time. You know they kind of like hone in on a chick who you know cuts her hair like uh, like uh, with in a crotch cut, and they're like, hey, you look like a lesbian. Oh uh, yeah, I am. I like eating muff. Ah well, you're fired. Approved this new addition. Since then, parents and community members started a petition to protest the change, which now includes more than 2,000 signatures. A group of parents held a private meeting to discuss their concerns about the new policy. We've also been told that this is a policy that affects staff and not students. This is a chick. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. Maybe it is. If we are telling students it's okay to identify in this way as a student, but you're not welcome to come back and teach here. What are we telling the students? Then? Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's that's um, that's the the same basis for why we left the church. That argument right there. I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I probably should have done this a long time ago. This is a mistake to be here. I cannot support this church that is not including these people. See you later spoke to a mother of a fourth grader at GRCS. She says after she and her family heard the news, they made the decision to remove their son from the district. Good. He will start at a new school in the fall. I was just so sad. I can't continue. To Christianity does not exclude people. That is not what Christ taught. These bastards have uh, manipulated the teachings of Christ to fit their own fucked up, bigoted narrative. That's what's happening here. To support or keep my child in a system that's going to discriminate or marginalize the population of LGBTQ plus individuals that I care so much about. We also reached out to GRCS about the changes to the handbook. In a statement, district leaders said the board is committed to continue working together with our teachers and administrators to provide resources needed to nurture the faith and support the mental health and well-being of LGBTQ plus students. Well, then that's you're talking out of both sides of your mouth because what you did in rewriting the handbook does not add up to what you just said. The board is also taking additional steps to further dialogue with teachers and administrators to reaffirm our commitment to a reformed perspective. And although this only alters the staff handbook, many parents say this could also affect the students. And that's one of the big concerns here is teachers will go into these discussions wondering. You know, it's also interesting to me. Um, the bigotry isn't, this isn't the first example of bigotry with um, this whole branch of Christianity. You know, if you, like, if you were to go to any of the affiliated churches that associate with these schools and said, hey, I'm a dude and I love sucking dick and I want to get married to this guy, you will not, you will not be allowed to do that. 
They they you it's it's against the rules. So big picture, why is your kid going to that school in the first place? You know? I mean, it's the same. That's very hypocritical of a parent to let their kid go to that school in the first place. This isn't the straw that broke the camel's back. This has been known forever. I'm a complete hypocrite uh, for all the years prior to me uh, giving up on the Catholic Church um, for like uh, turning a blind eye to the discrimination that happened under my feet and around me uh, at every at every turn. Um, so people need to take a good hard look at themselves for why they even let their kids go to that fucking school in the first place. Is my career going to be at jeopardy if I say the wrong thing, if I show support to a student in the wrong way? And that's, that's really, really, really sad. And it's, and it's really potentially very harmful, especially to kids when they're at some of the most vulnerable points of their lives. Some parents are asking the district to pause implementation of the new policy, but that decision is up to the leaders of the private school. Brian. Now you would think that um, West Michigan. something like this, you could get sued for discrimination. And I, I think why they won't is because of uh, it, it is a private institution and they can, they can do whatever they see fit. Uh, if they wanted to, they could say black people can't go here. That's that's totally up to them. Now, the only way that this gets changed is if people leave the school and stop giving them money and stop donating to it. But I doubt that that's going to happen because there's a ton of bigoted motherfuckers that live around here. <clears throat> um. Jimmy says, why does everyone sound stupid? Stevie says, because they are, Jimmy. Uh, priests having sex with kids was okay with you, though. This is what it took. Um, at the time, yeah, I was... When when priests were having sex with kids, um, that did factor into my brain. And the subsequent covering up, which was just as bad, I was like, ah, oh, boy. Well, okay. In my mind, this is how I uh, how I um, rectified that or made it all make sense in my head. I said, like, okay, well, now it's not like that. Now it's not a thing, and now they will uh, fix it. And so I basically, I gave my church at the time the benefit of the doubt. And, I, I mean, frankly, I can't say in recent history, maybe it's happened, but I haven't paid close enough attention. Um, it hasn't happened like it did. And I, I, I doubt that it ever will, but there's still stories surfacing from way back when, where, uh, people are coming out and saying, yeah, I was abused and the church did cover it up. But, um, no, that's, uh, in my own brain, I, 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 uh, rectified that by saying, well, that they won't do that anymore. And I, and I believe that because they, they told me, so, um, I took them at their word. Um, this is a little different though. That's a, that's a criminal thing. And, uh, that, that where that was a criminal thing where, uh, these terrible people, uh, uh, acted out and did these terrible things. So it isn't systemic, you know, not every priest wants to put his fingers inside of kids, but 
the discrimination is systemic. In fact, it's one of the tenets of the church to discriminate. So different. Um, I don't know if uh, you're following me because you're simple, but I think I explained it as simply as I can. Rage out in three, two, one. Uh, Stevie says their actions do not match the words. Complete BS. Maureen says, Eric, shortly after you told us you were leaving the Catholic Church, I sat through a sermon railing against the LGBTQ plus community. I was so close to getting up and walking out ridiculous. I wish I had looking back on it. Stevie says, I'm surprised you didn't, Maureen. No, she just shouted the N-word. Yeah, you should. You should leave. Teachers and support staff need to get out of there and find a more inclusive workplace. Times have changed. These religions are so hypocritical, Linda says. God loves everyone except for people that we deem as not worthy. The Catholic Church is the biggest hate group there is, says Rich. Maureen says, I didn't because I didn't want to upset my 84-year-old mother-in-law. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Can't drop the E out of use as he graduated from that school. Maureen says, I don't know if I'm strong enough to leave the Catholic Church. Yeah, I was worried about that too. And then when I finally did, it's not that big of a deal. You know what's great about this discussion is we don't have to put up with the former zaniacs. Can you imagine the bigoted nonsense we would hear if those white trash losers were amongst us right now? Oh, my God. Kenny adds, uh, God loves everyone. It's humans that ruin everything with their personal hatred. Exactly. Exactly. Except for the hatred of Ted Lasso. That is all okay. Stevie says, or uh, Jimmy says, start the church of Zane. I'll join. Hell yes. Okay. Uh, I want to change topics. Something else that's going on locally. Um, There's been more than one incident where a kid brought a gun to school in the biggest school district around here. Grand Rapids Public Schools, very young kids, brought a pistol to school. Now, the one was a seven. He got a hold of a pistol. Now, the the pistol, when he got it, had no magazine in it and uh, no no bullet in the round or uh, no, no round in the chamber. It wasn't loaded, but he brought it. Uh, bragged about it. Kid, the other kid did the right thing. Told an adult. They they uh, searched the kid's backpack, found the fucking gun, and uh, there was there was talk about um, there's going to be charges, and they they did drop the charges. I'm thinking, well, wait, are they going to charge the seven year old? No, no, you go after the parents, and they are. And there was another incident too, where a kid brought a gun, but it was loaded with and charged around in the chamber. Oh my God. And that was like a week before the kid who brought the pistola that wasn't loaded. So local uh, 
chief of uh, police, Eric Winstrom, uh, he he spoke about it because charges have come down and, and they should on the on the mom and dad. First up tonight, two women have been charged after a seven-year-old brought an unloaded gun to Cesar Chavez Elementary earlier this month. News 8's Demetria Sanders was there when the charges were announced, and he joins us from outside of the Grand Rapids Police Department headquarters. Demetrius. Well, Grand Rapids police say that this is all about adults practicing responsible gun ownership. And now a couple are facing charges after they say after police say their actions led to a student bringing a gun to school. Nearly now, I want to give these people benefit of the doubt. These two women who are charged that lived with this young person. Uh, I would love for this to be just an accidental leaving out of an owned uh, appropriately registered pistol. Uh, but we're going to throw them under the bus because nothing like that happened. Two weeks after an unloaded gun was found inside of the backpack of a seven-year-old student at Cesar E. Chavez Elementary, the child's mother and her fiancé are now facing charges. This could have been a very dangerous incident, and so I'm glad we can do something here uh, to provide some closure, at least in this incident. That's the uh, prosecutor. Year-old Aubrey Wilson, the child's mother, is facing one count of fourth-degree child abuse, a misdemeanor with a penalty of up to one year in jail and fines. Her fiance, 29-year-old Chelsea Berkeley, both babes. So you got a little lesbo action going on here. Is charged with felon in possession of a firearm. So the mother's fiance, she's a felon. She shouldn't even have a gun. She's going to do time for this. A five-year felony. The gun was also determined to be stolen. So the felon has a gun, a stolen pistol that the kid takes takes to school. This is so fucked up. Brought the gun into the home. Uh, and the other individual was the one who put the, the gun in a place accessible to the child that brought it to Cesar Chavez Elementary. The incident at Cesar Chavez Elementary was the first Thank of you. two involving a gun at GRPS this month. A week later, an eight-year-old student at Stocking Elementary wow. was found. This one's even worse. With a loaded semi-automatic weapon leading to the district's backpack ban. They're all semi-automatic. This is the first time and now the second time that I've ever encountered. This is the chief. Looks like he's got AIDS. A child that small having a gun in school was new to me, and to see it twice in one week period was very alarming. And there's a possibility of charges being filed in the Stocking Elementary. Well, yeah. One of our top detectives is uh, investigating it, and um, he's assured me that we'll have uh, this wrapped up soon and uh, forwarded to the prosecutor for review. Winstrom says if adults are going to possess a gun, they need to do so responsibly. Especially in the case of an eight-year-old, that was a semi-automatic handgun that was fully loaded with a, with a round in the chamber. So if that gun was manipulated, even through the bag, it could have gone off and killed a child. And uh, the result of that is the result of decisions an adult made. Now, online records show that Berkeley has been at the Kent County Jail since November of last year on an unrelated case. She is currently serving a one-year sentence for first-degree retail fraud. She was also convicted. So the bitch also is a thief. Of the same charge in 2019. Live in Grand Rapids, Demetria Sanders, News 8. Boy, that seven-year-old doesn't have a chance in that household. Serving West Michigan since 19... Seriously, what a fucking train wreck. My God. 
Uh, thank you, Rich, for subscribing with Prime. Um, Rich adds, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, banning backpacks was the school's way to stop the issue. I wasn't aware that is the only way to carry a firearm. Do better, Grand Rapids Public Schools shaking my head. Wait a minute. Are you suggesting that they don't have anything more to do? I'm sure they're well aware. I would say that that uh, in the amount of time that's taken place for them to quickly ban the backpacks is uh, is a perfect way to start. Uh, how do you know they're not doing anything else? And I, you know, seriously, this isn't the fucking school's fault. This starts at home. You can't blame the hey. Hey, it's the school's fault that kids bring guns to school. Think about that statement. That's a that's a, a horribly dumb thing to say. Are you crazy? No, it's uh, it's it's these kids who don't have a chance in hell of of doing anything with their lives because they live in a household where the piece of shit losers are uh, are convicted felons. And, uh, and, and waving their fucking pistols around like Ja Morant. That's not, that's not the, the, the school's fault. That's some piece, those some piece of shit parents. And it, it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better. You know, that's fucked up. I would say, uh, yeah, uh, no books, no book bags, nothing. Everything is online learning. In fact, let's, uh, let's no more schools. If you want to fucking send your kids to school with guns, uh, your kids can't go to school anymore. You're, they're now learning online. That's what, you know, seriously, because too many people die. It's just so fucked up. And then I would have those schools uh, with mercenaries all around it. A line, I'd have a fucking Patriot missile system on the roof of every school. Uh, I would be so fearful. I'm so fearful of something happening at a school. I'm like, Oh God, please don't let this be the day that some wacko brings a gun to my wife's school for fuck's sake. All right. On the Patreon, I am going to share with you my detective work. I have been told that I did some impressive detective work. To locate producer Joe. Producer Joe checked out after his big resignation. And people have said, where is Joe? Where is he? When is he going to resurface? Now, he hasn't resurfaced, but I found him. I'm as curious as you all as to where any old Joe is. I've found him. I know exactly in the United States where he is. I know who he's hanging out with. I know where he lives. Not only the city, but the actual location of where he lives. I have found him. And I have visual proof to show you. And I will on the Patreon. I'm just ho- this is why I'm bringing this up. Please, baby Jesus. Let him start a podcast. Convince him, baby Jesus, 
to start a podcast. That way, we can add to the stable of shows on the Patreon, on the Eric Zane Show podcast, Patreon Network. In addition to who are these Zanes, who are these free beers, who are these producer Joes? Oh, my God. I shared the whereabouts with our beloved pal, Crazy Ashley. She's like, God damn, you'd be a good stalker. I said, you're darn right I would. Uh, she's doing great, by the way. She's in her quest to find the uh, the next Mr. Ashley. And uh, I think she's doing all right. Young Adam Schwab says, I might have to move my noon, noon meeting. In fact, I should probably give her a call real quick. I'd like to check in from time to time. Uh, this is the daughter of the guy who sing, sang... Uh, What's that song called? Oh, Denise or Oh, Desiree or some shit. I don't know. She's a very successful uh, entrepreneur. I don't even know what the fuck she does. I'm getting various people telling me, okay. Uh, Your call has been forwarded to an... Maybe we'll check in on Patreon. Kenny has a crush on her. He says, tell her I said hi. She's not going to sleep with you. Maybe she will. I don't know. You're, you're pretty lovable. Simple, but lovable. Uh, advertise with me. Reach out, Eric, at ericsanchow.com. I'll tell you how it works. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Get money out of your home to pay off your high interest credit cards. Because, you know, if you got a ton of debt on that credit card, uh, you're paying 25% interest right now. That is, that's a sin, for God's sake. Uh, Pay that balance. And, um then you're basically taking that money that you use to pay that balance and you're paying six or 7% interest, which is remarkably lower. And you're spreading it out over the length of the, um, of the refi. That's smart. Two, three, one, three, three, two, 6505. Otherwise you will never dig out of that big debt hole with the credit card. And you'll spend thousands of dollars more than you should paying it off. Two, three, one, three, three, two, 6505 from anywhere in the U S with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Number one in the United States for a reason. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling for uh, just tuning up my AC, my AC, David did. Senor Martinez, I don't know if he's uh, knocking back uh, Dos Equis or uh, or margaritas or something like that. But uh, Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling, you must reach out to get your AC tuned up. 616-516-8579. I see you right there. Thank you once again for being a longtime sponsor of the show. Kenny uh, says, LOL, Ashley said she met me, but I think she was has me confused with someone else. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think you've met Ashley. I don't think. I, hell, I've only met her once at the basketball game. I tried to fix her up uh, as uh, Ari Zane sex agent with um, Steve, the owner of the Grand Rapids Gold. And it was a uh, cataclysmic failure. It was horrible. Uh, Joe Martinez is on the roof of a commercial building in Battle Creek, Michigan. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the work week for your old pal EZ. Uh, not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Let me see. What do I have in store for you? On that show. It will debut tomorrow. Well, actually at midnight tonight is when it will drop. Midnight tomorrow. Midnight Friday. Um, topic uh, bit one. The Gary from the Men's Warehouse NFK shit disaster. Then a classic edition of Dear Meathead. The Four Seasons landscaping debacle for Trump. That was the one where I called. There was it was next door to a sex shop, and I called the sex shop. My introduction uh, of of the blood Nazi. That story in its genuine, true form. And Jackie, my daughter, saw a homeless dude pounding his pud feverishly on the street. Uh, we get the bird's eye view and the play-by-play from Jackie. All coming up on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. See how I do this? Look, it's done. I did it all in advance on my platform. Not the Best of EZSP for 519.23. Tomorrow I worked ahead. Here's all my uh, show notes. I worked at, it's a two hour, four minute show. Look at, see, it says here, not the best of, and then it says draft to publish on May 19, 2023 at midnight. That is, it took me one minute to do that. So don't, if you are, if you do share shows, uh, if you're a listener of me and of free bear and Owings, know that there is no excuse for those fucking morons to not give you what you you're, you actually paid for. It's a goddamn sin. Okay. Let's do the asshole of the day today. Sorry. These mic stands, they pick up everything, but I prefer them. If I, I tap, you can hear everything. Uh, yesterday, the asshole of the day was the chipmunk who stole all the damn bird seed at my house. I was pretty lazy about that. Uh, what are we going to talk about here? What did I talk about here? <laughs> asshole of the day. All right. I like that, Cole. Okay. Um, this is more of a description from the news story. Uh, the, the lezzy felon gun. Let me, let me add that, add something to that. 
Your asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball is the Lezzy Felon Gun Bitch. Uh, try not to leave your guns out, you fucking morons. There you go. That is your asshole of the day for this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, that is going to do it for me. I, I hope you've been able to survive all the yelling I did and my 20-something uh, 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 juvenile humor uh, that I did on my show today. Boy, uh, I, I'm so juvenile. And I yelled the whole show. Oh, God. Uh, Kenny nominates shitty parents and generally nominates shitty puppy owners. Those, that's all true. Good luck to Maureen's dog that uh, she's fostering. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I forgot something. Um, my neighbor passed away, and it's really horrible. Now, a little bit of background. His name is, his name is Tori Witten. For 21 years, he was a Grand Rapids cop. And some of you will remember this. This is the uh, the guy who I detailed that he, um, like a decade ago, he got cancer. And he had a very particular type of cancer that, um, you know how like your lungs are in this chest cavity? Well... So if you're the lungs looking at the walls of the chest cavity, you see these walls all around you. He had cav- uh, cancer of the tissue on the walls of the cavity of the lungs. And he was involved in this radical surgery by this renowned physician who came up with this concept. Rather than dealing with the cancer through chemotherapy, um, he came up with a different approach. This particular type of cancer on the late Tory Witten, may he rest in peace, um, was like chronic acne on the walls of the interior of his chest cavity. Very difficult to treat because it was everywhere. It wasn't just one tumor. It was a lot of, it was thousands of small tumors. The procedure he was involved in, which was a success at the time, but his cancer then materialized in other spots in his body and ended up taking his life, sadly. Um, I heard the announcement yesterday. Um, In this procedure, the doc cut him open and carefully removed all of his internal organs inside of the chest cavity and, like, laid them next to him. And then so uh, he has this, the doc's looking down at what is a giant bowl. And he then fills that chest cavity with very powerful chemotherapy medicines. And says, all right, let's take a break. And then lets it sit there and kill the cancer. One, one deal. After you finish the procedure, all the cancer is dead. And then you continue, you know, with your, with the rest of your treatments. It's, and, um, it, it worked, it worked. And they, he, he puts them back together. This guy was told when he was first diagnosed that the old, you've got weeks to live or months to live. 
Well, um, he's a tough motherfucker. Let me tell you, this guy. Um, and I, I, I had that I- impression about him. I was kind of drawn to uh, Tory by his the way he carried himself. I remember I first saw him at like the YMCA one time, and his kids went to school with my kids. In fact, Jackie walked with his son at graduation. Jackie had a crush on him too when she was a kid. Nice, nice family. Great. They're just fantastic. Uh, in fact, they live right behind me. They ended up moving to the neighborhood. Um, and uh, where was I? Oh, I met him at the YMCA, and he he approached me, and he was real cocky as fuck. And I was like, oh. and I thought I was hot shit, you know. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He's intimidating me. And Dan goes, oh, that's 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 Tory. He's a cop. He's a cop, yeah. He's got like 100-pound dumbbells in one arm. I'm like, who the fuck does he think he is? Can't talk to me like that. And then, uh, yeah, that's what I did. I, I I complained to my wife rather than talking to him. But then I, I was like, you know what? He's, he's kind of cool. I like this guy. And I was kind of drawn to him by his... He just carried himself in just a, a pretty, pretty cool manner. Uh, biggest Michigan fan you'll ever find, by the way. I mean, like, big time. Um, and, um, this started a long, long road of, uh, beating the odds because the doc said, Oh, you got a few months. You're going to be dead. He said, ah, fuck you. And, um, sheer determination and will. And, um, so a lot of good years spent with his family, despite, um, all of this chaos that the disease, um, did to him. He ended up uh, retiring early as a cop. And then immediately picked up another job. Uh, he was selling RVs over at Terrytown. In fact, he was the one who introduced me to the folks at Terrytown to get them to be a sponsor back in the day. They're not anymore, but they they did for a period of time. Uh, he also sold windows at uh, a great place called Irish um, Home Improvement or something like that. And uh, um, so yeah, it, it's uh, I I found out. A couple of weeks ago, that hospice came in. I was like, oh boy. And um, did everything they could to make him comfortable. So um, I just wanted to say that uh, rest in peace, Tori Witten. You got a great family. And um, everybody is going to miss you. You're a wonderful dude. And may you rest in peace. Folks, that's going to do it for me. I hate to end on a sad note, but you know what? Honestly, this man, um, he deserves nothing but praise. And uh, so I just wanted to give a shout out to him and his family. Let him know that I'm thinking of him. Okay, everybody. I'll talk to you on the Patreon a little later. Thank you. Have a good one and bye-bye.